But uh, what what is love first? Before we get into your topic over there, what is love? What is love? You guys can share what you think love is. If anybody wants to share. Timor wants to go. I could tell you what I used to think love is. God is love. What you mean what I think it is? Yeah, because everybody has an idea of what love is. Nobody knows what love specifically is. God is love. Oh, okay. That's the correct answer. That is the that's the PC answer. That's the super PC answer. That's the politically correct answer. What you want me to say? You don't want me to be PC? No, that's fine. That's fine. That is that's fine. No, because some people say love is to be happy. Some people say love is a fairy tale. Love is unconditional. Love is a choice. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. It's a choice, not a feeling. Now, now we're getting somewhere. I think, the I think I have a follow-up question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think love is with reason or without reason? Mm. Mm. That's good. I think it's with reason. I say It has a purpose. With reason. Yeah, absolutely. With reason. With reason. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it depends on the reasons that you have, but I think... Yeah, I agree. It's with reason. So if you say you love somebody for reasons, could you argue that if those reasons were to change, it would affect how you feel about them? Uh, no, I think love is a choice. I think absolutely. Yeah, it's not. It's so, she's choice. right. It's also a choice. So she's right. You're not. Su- it's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But because society has taught you that if it if that is not checked, then I'm out. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I like that. I'm gonna go right into a whole other subject because it falls oh. right into divorce. That's, yeah. that's okay. how divorce ends up being. Yeah. If this and this happens, then I'm getting a divorce. Mm. I've had that mindset early on in my marriage. Like, if this and this, <clears throat> I want a divorce. So does that mean that, let's say a divorce does happen, does that mean the love wasn't real? I wouldn't say it wasn't real. I, I say because that's, then you're basing it on it was fake or real. Yeah. That's why love is a choice. I believe yeah. love is a choice. I agree, so yeah. if it's a choice and you decided to go through with that divorce, you chose to stop fighting for it. Mm-hmm. That's, like that's that. exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Which is how I'm still married. <laughs> <laughs> it, it means you quit. <laughs> right? It means that's, yeah, it means you quit. Yeah. You're a quitter. Stop trying. Damn, I'm a quitter. A yeah. quitter. So quit I, I don't want to be overly religious, but you know we always go through scripture. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8, it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. There's a lot of stuff to unpack in there, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Most of those things that you said there, though, are choices to be made. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree that love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Backs up a lot, yeah. Backs up a lot of that. Because, like, for example, patience. Patience, that's a choice. Because a mm-hmm. lot of people choose not to be patient with a lot of people. Hmm. So you're, you're definitely yeah. fruit you harvested. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like fruits. Sometimes you have to go through certain things that get you out of that patient side of you so you can cultivate patience. Who was it that used to tell us all the time? Don't ask for patience. 
ask for love mm -hmm. because patience brings <coughs> trials. trials. Mm. That's like, yeah. And I used to think of that like, why? And now I get it. Like, yes, pray for love, don't pray for patience, because then you're <laughs> gonna end up getting more trials. And then you're like, I'm supposed to be more patient. Mm. That's what's gonna get you to that point. Oh, so you're saying that when people pray for patience, they're not just gonna wake up and have patience. No. You're gonna get situations where you have to try patient in and yep. that's yeah. get so you can cultivate like that, that sort of to work on it okay. I, that, like that. I like that because then that right away just that notion of i think love is going to be easy or a fairy tale goes right out the window just with that love is patient right the beginning of that verse yeah that reminds me one day i woke up this is back when i was working at burger king <laughs> i woke up one day and i, I was like I, you know i prayed i was like god Give me patience. <laughs> I had the worst day yep. ever. <laughs> I got you. Terrible. I, I opened at like seven and I was already fighting with customers at like eight. Like, <laughs> it was tough. I was having a terrible day. Because, But that was God teaching you through. You asked for it. Yeah. I'm going to teach you now how to... <laughs> How to I cultivate it? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta pray for love. You clearly failed that day. Give me love, Lord. Give me love. So, because when if you see any situation with love, then you're not gonna get to that point of losing your cool. Yeah. Then the, I understood that later on why that person would say that. I forgot who it was in the church, but it was always that because usually when you're going through something like that in Spanish, you'll be like, "Dios mío, dame paciencia." God, give me patience. So then they will hear me say that. I will say that all the time, and then they'll go. Stop praying for patience. Ask for love, and then the yeah, trials. It was like one thing. of the old heads. Yeah, it was one of the old heads. Old, I forgot who it was, but I remember that vividly. <coughs> yeah. I will always be like, "Dios mío, paciencia." You said who? Who? Oh, uh, probably Roberto. <laughs> he said Roberto. It sounds like something he like would Robert? say. No, no, Roberto. This is old, like before half of the people that are here uh, now. Never mind, I wasn't here then. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> he said, "Never mind." <laughs> probably a dad. Probably, probably Santana. I'm gonna ask him. Now I'm gonna have to ask him. Like, it wasn't you. Think so. It was all the time. <laughs> no? I don't think so. It's not something he would say. <laughs> no. It doesn't sound like He would say a lot of things. Yeah, he has <laughs> a lot of sayings. That's what I mean. That was his. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says here also, does not dishonor others. Mm -hmm. It is not self seeking. The reason I'm bringing that up is because nowadays, what? If he doesn't make me happy or if she doesn't make me happy, I'm out. If he's not providing, I'm out. If she's not cooking or doing this, I'm out. But that's not what it says, right? It says not self-seeking. So what's the reason? Uh, again, I'm a movie buff. So I don't know if you guys remember with the Merovingian when, he, when Neo comes up, he tells him, you know, why are you here? What's the reason? Hmm. He said, oh, well, I need to No, That's not the reason you're here because you've been told, but that's not a reason. That's not why. And I think we should be thinking yeah. about why a lot more than I'm just here because they told me to be here. And I'm mm. looking for this because they told me to look for I'm this. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Put that clip. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. You know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. <laughs> you know why I'm here. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, you, you know why I'm here. So what I was going to say was that I think a lot of the time, People say that love can be self-seeking because a lot of the time society has a way of making love transactional. Mm -hmm. It's not about loving somebody because you want to love them, but loving somebody because of how much they can or cannot do for you. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. 
a mm. big problem because you shouldn't love somebody due to their capacity to be able to deliver for you yep. right we're all here to serve that's our purpose yep. so we should unconditionally love people albeit what their capabilities are mm -hmm. which goes into the point about love is sacrificial mm. right mm -hmm. if we look at jesus and you said god is love right it says god so loved the, the world that he sent his son so because he loved the world he sent his son right and he gave all he sacrificed even before we can show him hey we love you too he loved first mm -hmm. and he sacrificed and he gave so that gives a great idea of what you know love is like you know what i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna give it all and i understand that there's uh little things i want to share with you guys something so i'm gonna let joe see it too so tina turner made a song mm. what's love got to do with it and she was saying that love was like a secondhand emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, it says opposite attract. It says some weird stuff in these lyrics, but uh, it's she's trying to say that love has nothing to do with people getting combined in a relationship. And the reason I'm bringing that up is we talked about this before about music, how it has an impact on us, and we love music, right? But love is not what she's talking about. It's not a secondhand emotion. It's something that is led with. Right. Because if I'm moved to do something is because love was there first, not because it's, you know, I'm attracted to this person. And then afterwards, I'm going to stick love in. It shouldn't be like that because then you become like this. What's love got to do with it? Got oh, to do. Interesting, though, that you that you chose Tina Turner, because then that brings in another subject. The reason why a certain person has the perception of what love is. Mm. That's her perception, because we, if anyone here knows her music, you know that she was in an abusive marriage, marriage yep. her whole entire marriage, her whole entire career. Her manager was her husband, therefore abusive, getting beat up. So that affects her perception of what love is. If you were to ask me before Christ what love was, I probably wouldn't answer that so differently. Yeah, me too. Because of the way I was brought up and how love was perceived in my eyes and, you know, growing up the no parental situation all that you start you know are you perceiving love based on abuse are you perceiving love based on transaction or is it a vending machine i give i get back or if i don't give i don't get nothing back so that song now i'm wondering if it was written by her because if it was written by her she made that song based on her response to what she was getting by the man she loved mm -hmm. you know it was she wasn't loved the way love was described i'm pretty sure she grew up with the whole disney and princess and mm -hmm. love and happily ever after and my best friend and your best friend is here beating you up and cheating on you and manipulating you i like that because that's expectation mm -hmm. her expectation wasn't met so now something like this comes mm -hmm. out and if you guys like what joe's talking about if you see the end of the chorus it says who needs a heart when a heart can be broken yes and that's how probably how she lived her whole marriage mm -hmm. that's crazy so which explains why she stayed so many years in, under the abuse mm -hmm. that's what she thought love was he loves me how many bad women have you heard saying no but he loves me mm -hmm. it's my fault mm -hmm. because this has to work mm -hmm. you know like it has to work it, this is impossible that this is what love is or how it looks like mm -hmm. this has to work and if it's not working oh my god something is wrong and if it's not him or her then it has to be me and it's me yeah the perspective is crazy good that usually happens because when you look at love through a lens where you're traumatized or abused you see love as something that needs to be earned not as something that is just given to you and most mm -hmm. of the time 
especially women that have been in traumatizing situations or even marriages or relationships, they use how much a person gives to them to define their worth as a person, which is why it gets really troublesome and it becomes like this debilitating thing. And love shouldn't be debilitating. Mm-hmm. You, know, you shouldn't find that it's the the one thing that's keeping you running, but it's not a real love. It's a falsified version of love because it's not given to you just to be given to you. It's something that's given to you based on how much you can do for somebody. And it affects a lot of people because it allows them to think that, okay, well, if this person loves me because I can do this for them or I can do that for them, sometimes they'll go and give more than they actually can give. And they they push themselves far beyond their limits and then they think that that's normal and that's okay. And it breaks a person down to do that a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's tough. That also, like, carries on because, like, Obviously, if if, uh, if that happens in a, in a relationship with just two people, it doesn't stay there because now the person who's been hurt and traumatized now carries that on to other relationships. Mm-hmm. And let's say that person does encounter someone who knows how to love you know, in a healthy manner. Now, she might not understand that as love because her perception of love was always toxic or, you know, um, abusive. abusive. Oh, oh, he doesn't really like we don't have like um, passionate arguments or. He doesn't really hit me like yeah it's like they're not fighting for the love like exactly. mm-hmm. if i if i rather not scream at you and give you a like space or whatever yeah. it's like oh he doesn't really f- love me like he's not fighting yeah he's not fighting so. but that's what they're used to they're used to the toxic love so that now that's their perception of love so then now again it's it comes like a chain reaction now you're affecting yeah. every mm-hmm. single person that mm-hmm. you're trying to find the love true love but you're just trying to find your own traumatized kind of distorted version of love right it's not it because they're accustomed to the chaos so the chaos becomes their normal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I crack on your generation a lot but the job you guys have is tough because now they have infiltrated with well, anything that's real it has been like mixed and murky and it's uh, it's cloudy that like you can't tell so your job now as young people and as young people leaders is to try to like make that murky water clear again and to see what's actually real and what's actually uh supposed to be there so it's tough it's tough it's super tough with like my problem is with hookup culture because that just it it just keeps destroying love Mm -hmm. and then obviously you can get to i would say because they also turn sex into something casual but that's like a different you know in direction in the conversation but yeah that that's yeah i wanted to say that you know hookup culture is definitely not helping and that's very very big in our generation well i mean people think that love is sex because uh, even in that tina turner song she says uh if i could look at the lyrics again she says uh uh let me see in the beginning she says what is it physical look opposite opposites attract is it physical or only logical Mm. and it's funny how she leaves out spiritual course in that track of course she would yeah of course she would missing one thing i mean the majority of people don't know that it's spiritual mm-hmm. I, I had a conversation just today with um with someone one of my co-worker we were talking about her daughter or whatever and i was explaining how how it's so spiritual like and and she was like shocked like oh like a, a light bulb opened <laughs> up and she's like oh wow that's so true but the one the bible says it right mm-hmm. it's clear about it being spiritual but 
I think that's that's the most important part that is spiritual because you you keep walking you walk away I can have sex with fulanito and I move on to the next and I carry all these things that was put in me throughout that time Mm -hmm. and no one thinks about it they think oh it's you know it's just sex and that's all it is but you now became one Mm -hmm. rather you want to believe it or not you became one so now that brings us I had the conversation shortly with Jonathan. It brings us to the Samaritan at the well. Mm-hmm. She's talking about, oh, no, I don't got a husband. And he's and like, you got five. Jesus is like, no, <laughs> you got five husbands. Why? Because you had a spiritual connection with all those men. You had sex with all of them, and that you became one with those men. And now you have all these things that you're carrying that now you have to let God release. It's, it's real. Yeah, he took it. Jesus took it on another level because he even told her, you got five and the one that you have now is not even your husband. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's seeing through the heart, through the spiritual world because mm-hmm. if anybody can see through that spiritual lens was him. Mm-hmm. So that's a great example. Uh, like she was saying, what's the then what's the purpose? And if sex is good because God created it, because remember God created everything that's good, then why is becoming bad? I think we, same thing with love, like you guys Abuse. were saying. Just abusing it. Yeah, abusing it, having too much or having too or having it in the place where it's not supposed yeah, using to. Using it wrong. The yeah. Wrong, wrong. Misused, not abused. Mm. The it's wrong time. Abused misused. and misused. Abuse. Yeah. 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 It's using it without the boundary that God set, mm-hmm. which is marriage. Correct. And then that's when we get into you know a relationship, marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know what's the primary purpose of a marriage? Uh, fellowship, companionship, and mutual help and comfort. Right. Uh, Genesis uh, 2.18. That was uh, Adam and Eve, right? Adam yeah. was by himself. God created everything at that moment. Everything was good, except that he was alone. That was bad. So then he created a helper, a mutual partner, right? For help, for comfort, for companionship. So that's technically a main thing of what marriage is. Marriage is not that piece of paper that you guys get written by the state or whatever. To follow the laws of mm-hmm. this world. And it's interesting how the law gets involved in things that are spiritual just to monetize it and get money back to it. So uh, that's a good, good point. Very good point. And to get more into marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Because marriage has a sense of duality, right? Because, you know, it's used to, to, um, to describe not only a relationship between a man and his wife, but also Jesus in the church. Mm-hmm. And to go more into marriage, because I have a lot on this, actually. Marriage is a process. Oh, yes. he's pulling out some notes. Marriage <laughs> isn't isn't just an action, right? People are like, oh, I'm just going to get married. Right. You can consider it an action, mm-hmm. but no, um, it's it's a process. Mm-hmm. But um, people use the term waiting till marriage. So, again, people can associate that to waiting for an action, but it's waiting to start that process but um marriage is the boundary like we said before that god set for sex really because sex is obviously natural and it's good but before because we spoke about this before the fall which is before the first sin you know um adam and eve became one you know consummation that was the marriage Mm -hmm. but ever since they sinned and sin entered the world and became we became like a fallen you know society now there had to be boundaries to that right so 
marriage also became a sort of ceremony as well. And you can see ceremonies in the Bible as well in the Old Testament um, to ask for forgiveness. Because when sin entered the world, you would now, obviously, people would sacrifice, you know, animals to God. And, you know, the aroma of the sacrifice is what satisfied God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And <clears throat> for marriage, because uh, a lot of people, well, me personally, I was thinking that I was battling and I was like, is consummation just marriage, right? Because that's when, you know, if you brought up the woman at the well, right? She had sex with those men and she was now considered married. Mm -hmm. But that's when we said, you know, marriage is a process. And for the boundary to be set, it's the consummation is what completes marriage. But marriage has become a process in this now new fallen society. Mm -hmm. basically. I want to say something before Joe goes. Um, the reason that she was talking about spiritual, you guys can look it up if you get a chance. I was reading a documentary. I think it was with my wife. And they were saying how a woman's body it's like built perfectly right it doesn't accept anything that's outward it needs to be in a position or an environment that's why for men it's in and out but for a woman it's not the environment has to be right right and then once the environment is right the body allows whatever the man has to give we're talking about consummation or uh, mm -hmm. sexual to receive, it. to receive the body so it's like vibrations is all so it's become something more spiritual we were talking about now in a christian documentary how they're talking about um i know a lot of people don't believe in you know this what we're talking about but they were talking about when you go sexually it's a, a combining of two lives mm -hmm. that happens uh in that that's why it's like a sacred act it's not just like we're animals you just uh, call soul ties yeah some mm -hmm. people call it soul ties some people have different names for it but it's something that's happening spiritually that's why when girls have like their first like Got the, not the first cycle the what they call it when they lose their virginity to the first guy their first love, their first love is it's it. hard to okay but for some of that do you know it's difficult for her to let go of that she compares everybody to that yes. one person so because that mm -hmm, because of that so stuff going back to what jonathan went to genesis adam adam eve <laughs> adam or eve um I think beyond going that when you mentioned it, it's like I can I'm, I'm a visual learner, so I've pictured it. You also have to understand that Adam was alone, right? All it mentions is Adam, whether there were other people in the garden or outside of the garden, not mentioned. And God says it is not good for men to be alone. Mm -hmm. So to my understanding is he was alone. It was just him. I, I feel like procreation and filling up the earth came after because of sin because the savior was coming from that that's how I, I see it if there was anything outside of that i haven't read that far or i haven't dived into that so to me is it's not good for men to be alone so adam is alone right mm -hmm. there's no one else mm -hmm. he's put asleep a rib is taken out so that says to me that this woman was made in his equality equal mm -hmm. as him so, of course, consummation is marriage at the time because that woman was specifically created for this man. Mm. That's the light bulb that hit when you hit that light. Wait, 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 let's go back. It's not that. It was consummation that made a marriage so much forth. It was the fact that this woman was extracted from this man's rib and created exactly to walk equally. They were literally one. Yes, mm -hmm. to walk equally with him, literally. you know? So that's why it was. 
I feel like the woman in the well, that whole instance, and he mentions you have five husbands, it's basically him, you know, he, he was very parable spoken. It was almost him saying, you have taken upon yourself to give yourself all these men when that's not what I have for you kind of thing. Like, you know, I want you to, because he could have said, you know, dump the four, stay with the one. But he didn't. If consummation was it, he basically said, let go of all that sin, come and follow me. Like, I got what I have for you. I think this is where Christians have this whole thing. Like, who's the one? Is he the one? And we expect God to come down and be like, that's the one. That's a whole other, a whole other, yes, a whole other subject other that's going to go into a whole other yes, thing. Yes. But I truly believe, though, that not necessarily God comes and tells you, oh, that's the one. But mm -hmm. your equalness, that person that is just like, wow, we are connected beyond the physical, beyond the attraction same mindset or same goals, you know, same commitment in Christ, I would say, or I wouldn't say the same belief because my faith could be here. My husband could be here and his faith rises me up to be there. You know, mm -hmm. we don't have to be equally. Oh my God, we're amazing in Christ and we no. cast out demons and <laughs> we have the same talents. No, it's more of a, that equality. Yeah. I think that's when you know, okay, that's the person for me in a sense. So that's why I feel like marriage wasn't just consummation. It was like God specifically had this woman for this man. I think he created it exactly to match him, you know? So adding to that, to what you said, so. It's interesting how she said, she uses that word equal because second Corinthians says, do not be unequally yoked that's with unbelievers, right? And it's not because, you know, God hates unbelievers. Obviously he died for well, them, but. better than the other person. It's but because, it's the hmm. idea of what love is. And if one person thinks love is uh, something like this, let's say a, a transaction. Mm. You notice how it doesn't say spiritually mm -hmm. yoked? Nope. Unequally yoked. Like when we read, we have to really like, I see people like sometimes analyzing like every word or they're highlighted and Google <laughs> every definition of each word. At first, mm -hmm. I used to make fun of those people. <laughs> being honest, like, it's not that serious. You just let me highlight and Google the meaning of that word and what context that word goes to. But it's important, you ha it's important because it doesn't say spiritually yoked mm -hmm. clearly not everybody's on the same equally because it could be just let's pretend we're not in church we're not christians and this and it, it could be we're out there mm -hmm. how are we going to raise our children yeah if you believe one thing and he believes one thing it's going to be different there's a struggle you're not equally walking you know if i want to be every day um at a bar and my husband wants to be every day at a church we're not equal it goes beyond that. If I want to shop at Walmart and my husband wants to be at Target, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. Not that you have to be twins, but our mindsets have to be yeah. in agreement. Yeah, because it says right here after part B, like we like to say, it says, for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness? That's the difference, mm -hmm. which is crazy that the Bible says that. Anything else you want to add to that based on your... Not add. I wanted to ask you a question, maybe challenge you a little bit. So Bring for it the, for the for the people, because I, I love that example you use of Adam and Eve, right? Mm -hmm. That you know she she was tailor made, made, made for him, yeah. for him, because you know she came from him. Mm -hmm. So can, can I say something before you ask yeah. the question? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there was a there was a completion in that moment mm -hmm. she said adam was by himself he was just doing with animals but he had god mm. something so it was adam and god but something was missing mm -hmm. 
And the reason I tell you that is because I'm big on that. Even in the Bible, it says all the time I was reading First uh, Timothy, it says, but godliness with commitment is great gain. And the Bible uses that a lot. If you read carefully, it says both things matter, like the blood and the death of Jesus matter. Mm -hmm. So right now, Adam is with God. That's good. But he's missing something for that whole completeness to be complete. Mm. Yeah, sorry. No, okay. You want to say nothing? I, I just wanted to say it because it just hit. It just hit me when he said it. I just feel like um, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think God gave Adam Eve maybe to teach him what love really is. Right? Like, if you don't, if marriage is, that's how I see marriage. How am I going to love God? How am I going to love God? I have to love my husband first. Mm -hmm. And if I can't do that, I'm not going to love God. So I, I feel like the first relationship that will help me mirror how to love God is a marriage. So I, I, I was thinking just in my head, like, oh, maybe, maybe he gave that, he made that relationship so then you can really understand how to love God. That's just my thought. Uh, that I, is... I see it a little different. Okay, go. I see it as you're giving him another person so we can learn how to exercise that love. So not learning. Sort of different, but not learning, but I exercise that love. Because I feel like if he was created by God and he, you know, for us, I would say now, obviously we don't see God, right? Correct. We can't we can picture him. We can't, I have no idea what he looks like. I can't feel him, like, which which is relatable to the, our struggle with our faith. You know, like I'm believing in something I don't see. Um, and now I, I know I can feel him in certain in certain areas, like like music or worship or even my kids or certain like certain uh, physical affections. I can feel like okay, this is coming from God. But back then, they were seeing God. They were walking along with Him. Like like that's, picture that like that's, that's like mm -hmm. He's right there. I don't need to learn to love Him because He is right there. Like mm -hmm. I can see Him. He is taking care of me he visits me he says he will walk and visit and in spanish it sounds like so much more beautiful i don't know why like se paseaba por el jardín like yeah, you just true. imagine like the most serene he wasn't like zordon right yeah like <laughs> no he wasn't like no. zordon in a glass you know like you know my child you know like let's keep our distance it wasn't like he was walking like he was mightier than or mm. you know or there's a certain holiness to me so stay away mm -hmm. you know the bible doesn't say that it says he walked along with them he will visit them and take care of him That's and provide crazy. everything <laughs> so i think that love was already there i think it was more like how can i how can you i want you to exercise that love further you know remember that god knew they were going to sin Correct. even though they so he already knew the future so I, I feel like it was more like you know what let's create something that you can exercise that love onto i think i, I see that in a way of becoming a parent too like now i can exercise this love that i learned from god further Mm. Onto my onto my children and my husband, you know, like God. Now God has given you this man to like exercise that. That's how I see it. Okay. Similar to what you're saying, but no, more I, like I not teach it. me how to love God, but the opposite, like how to love others, in mm. the way that. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I that. I that. Can I? Uh, I got a Bible verse. <laughs> first John, <laughs> First John four twenty, because that's my birthday. <laughs> so it says, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Mm. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. That makes so much sense <laughs> to me. Like, you know what? Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
they were seeing him. Like, I felt him a little, I'm a little jelly. Like, <laughs> they got to walk with him. Even Jesus, like, people got to walk with the dude, man. Mm. And we have to. I think what you're saying is accurate in a sense now because we don't see him. We don't know him. How can I say I love something unconditionally that I do not see if I can't even exercise love with the dude that God gave me? So that, yeah. I, I feel like there's, you guys are both right because hearing that verse, my mm-hmm. interpretation is now where where she was coming from is not making more sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying no, yeah, no, that's sense. what I'm saying. Like in her in her instance, now I can see. Like that's what I just said it, now. Like yeah. So yes, how can you? So I would say before sin, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was more of a let me show you how to exercise that love that you have received and you have witnessed and you have experienced, yes. right? And then after sin, there's him no more. Mm-hmm. We we made that separation. Yeah. Now we can't see him physically. So now it's more of what Clary's saying. Okay. Like, listen, how can I love this that I do not see if I can even love you and you're right there and I and I say that I do. You know what yes. I mean? So yeah, so it's it's like that. Let's attach it back to the beginning. They were mm. with him. Now we're not. We can't see nothing. Yeah. It's like uh like what Martin was saying. I think is uh what you guys are saying is is on key because I think he gave us something to try to understand his love mm-hmm. right even after we like like she said we seen him we were there with him now we fell let me leave things so they can understand a little bit of this. i say this all the time like mm-hmm. everything that we see about love and everything that we see about god's glory it's funny how as humans we fight mm-hmm. well this is real love i have real love i found my true love this is real church i feel real church and god just left all this just so you can have a little bit like if you think that's beautiful that's nothing compared of what i have up there this is just so you like a shadow Mm -hmm. you know like that it's amazing what you guys are saying i love that yes not to backtrack but (laughs) i wanted to ask my question because again back to the the tailor-made right eve was uh eve was tailor-made for adam Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she came from adam so my challenge to you is Mm. i love the adam and eve story but how how would you tell young Christians or people in general in today's age mm-hmm. how to navigate finding the one? Not the one, because I don't like that. I don't like that term, the one, right? But finding someone that they can that I don't know if I want to use the word mold because I I don't know. Okay, right? So Craig Rochelle, he mm-hmm. says don't try to find the one mm-hmm. be the one i agree mm-hmm. so was w- would you prescribe the same thing like instead of navigating trying to find someone tailor-made mm-hmm. just work on yourself correct yeah. okay yeah. were you when when you found the person you're currently dating were you specifically looking for something obviously not because how can you look at her without conversating with her in any way uh-huh. and say you know what she is what I have been praying for. You can't, unless you have a conversation. Clearly, there was already an attraction. Uh-huh. And then you sort of see, I feel like in my case, I obviously, my husband, I wouldn't say I grew up, my husband grew up seeing me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. He's younger. So, for those of you that That's didn't crazy. Know, <laughs> a lot younger. Um, he grew up seeing me, right? And I think we had this conversation. I would wonder, like, why is this man interested in me? Because when I looked in the mirror, 
I I didn't feel like I could be anybody's choice. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was very like I still sort of am, but like the very head on strong and opinionated and it's my way or the highway literally and you know I, i've broken when i would see in the mirror i'm broken i'm i'm damaged that like i remember that word was still like i will start any conversation with because you know i'm damaged everything was i'm damaged mm. so you're seeing this guy who grew up in church right mm. christian parents leading in worship or wherever he was doing at the time i think he was playing the drums at the time mm -hmm. and you're like you never fathomed that could be for me like i never looked at a guy that was active in a church and 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 you know into god with christian parents and like a, what i would call a normal person that grew up with two parents and you know you, you i think, did you feel you, you didn't, didn't deserve think, it yes you didn't i think you were equal yes no to that I, I was not I, I didn't think I was equal to that to me I have I had nothing to bring to the plate absolutely nothing in the spiritual and in the physical you know this was a girl who did a few semesters of college if couldn't continue no home no parents I felt like if any parent looked at me and had to decide if this girl was good for their child, they would say no. They would try to get me 50,000 miles away from him because that's how I saw myself. Because society, even Christianity, and I'm not saying Christianity in general because clearly I, I'm still here and I, I married my husband. <laughs> um, so clearly I found the difference in this church than other churches, but it's, you have to have this certain perfection for my child. And I get it, as a mom, I get it. Like, of course I want the best for my kid, but why, why by looking at someone physically, can you tell right away if that person is enough for, I personally, when I would look in a mirror, I wasn't enough. Not for him specifically, because you know, he was, he was interested in me very young, but I, no, like whatever, this child over here. But, there were are not there was another guy in church at the time who was interested in me and i remember the thought i had about myself became a reality his mother just because he showed interest his mother called my aunt because you know who do you call her parents this is the girl that lives by herself takes care of herself since she was very young and they're trying to look for parents so let's call the person that brought her here let me call an, an aunt and ask who this girl is because I see this girl and she's always with this child around her. So right away, the perception that this person had was that I had a child and I was new and no one knew nothing about me. No parents, no nothing. So I need to see if she's good enough for my child. And that's exactly what she told my aunt over the phone. And you know, I'm worried because she's new and the whole thing. And I don't, I don't know if she's gonna be good enough for my, for my child or, you know, in Spanish, of course. And my aunt was honest, you know, no, she doesn't have children. This is this, this is this is a little bit of her life story, etc. And right away, that woman went and told her son, absolutely not. Mm. And I didn't even know the guy was interested until after. Mm. So going back to your question, I agree with what Greg said, Craig says, because why would you, you setting out to look for someone that fits your mold? It's already saying, I have such greatness to give mm -hmm. that this girl has to be great. Mm -hmm. And if she isn't, she isn't sufficient. Mm -hmm. So right away, you're telling yourself, because obviously you haven't shared this, unless you share it with someone else, like, oh, I'm just looking for the right, you know? Mm -hmm. You're right away telling Jesus, God, your redeemer, mm -hmm. that 
this girl is worthy for him, but not for you. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. This man is just it's not going to meet that par mm -hmm. because these are my credentials and she doesn't fit that. So that could be like, for example, imagine that was said to my husband. I was his wife. But if he would have went on that on that perception, it, we would have been with two total different people, probably. If he would have listened to if or somebody ever said that to him, I haven't heard that yet, that someone approached and said, absolutely not, you know? So that's why I don't agree with go seek out the one and I'll pray for the one. No, become the one. Be be th that godly person that God created you to be. So that when that girl sees you approaching her or interested like me she sees beyond what she sees in the mirror you're seeing her through the eyes of christ i had to learn i think right before marriage right before god opened my eyes to see my husband to see myself like that like you know what not that i'm worthy because no one is without him but like to see myself through the eyes of christ like yes you have a really crappy story God is seeing the future. He's not seeing what happened. He is seeing what he made you out to be. Mm -hmm. So it's my future husband seeing that. And I recently asked my husband after we had that conversation. I did one of those. Do you love me? Why do you love me? <laughs> Please explain why you love me. Would you love me if I was a worm? Yes, I saw that today and I lost it. I was like, literally, we're all connected in the same. Like, would you love me if I was like this and I put faces on, but if I don't fit through the door? And I just recently discovered that when he would look at me, even though he knew all of this, he didn't see that. He, the way he describes what he saw, I was none of that. But for some reason, he saw that. So to me, that only God can do that to, to that person, you know? You know how many guys came up to me and said, God told me I'm the one? Come on, if I would have listened to that. You would have been rich. God I would have been, I been married to a whole different plethora of other men. Or probably would have been like, we need to divorce you, ain't it? I need to go to that one. Yep. Uh, uh, just to, to reiterate what she's saying, this is why Paul says, uh, and again, the words are important. Mm -hmm. right? uh, we need to not follow the pattern of the world by renewing our minds, right? Yeah. Or your mind. Mm -hmm. What Craig Rochelle is saying, this is why we say a uh, relationship with God is personal, mm -hmm. right? It's not because we're all happy together in the church. That mm -hmm. happens after. It's personal. Everybody needs to have a relationship because if, how are you going to change the world if you don't change yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. And this is the problem that the Pharisees have, right, with Jesus, that is that they knew a lot, they applied very little, so they couldn't change nothing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, what she's saying and uh, uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle said is true. You have to change yourself first. You need to be that change. Allow God to be like, let's yep. mold me into what my future wife needs. Needs. That's my struggle. That's my struggle. Like I literally think like it says, for the hope set before Jesus, he endured the cross. And I'm thinking about like, what's the, what's the hope? Like if, when I look, like Joe says, I look at myself, what hope is in humanity, mm -hmm. but he sees something that made him endure the cross that he saw. And that's crazy to me. That's crazy love. You're like, I've been over here just listening to everything you guys are saying. And I'm like picturing all this stuff. And I feel like that's God's lesson. That's what he wants to teach us to learn how to not be selfish and not think of you. And true love is focused on me being able to accept that I'm not perfect, that I'm not, mm -hmm. that I'm not always right, that I'm, that I'm being capable of also changing stuff for about me for the person that I love. Mm -hmm. If I can't see that, then I'm 
I didn't learn my lesson. Plus, it's not real love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is basically what I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. And as she says that, it just reminds me. Remember, guys, when I wanted to take these rocks off the altar, I didn't like them. <laughs> yeah. But then when I, uh, I was like, I'm taking them off. I'm putting a screen there. I'm doing mm-hmm. something. And then God showed me that verse where Moses, where he told Moses to build an altar with unhewn stones, stones mm-hmm. that are not cut. Mm-hmm. Those are the people, right? It, mm-hmm. To me, it was like people that they're not perfect. There's some have different. That altar. Yeah. That's perfect. That's how my church is, is mm-hmm. people with different edges that combine together to make one whole thing. One body. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Does that answer your question? Good. Yeah, answer yeah. my question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I was sure you playing. Know the answer. No, yeah, I just wanted. I wanted, I wanted for somebody who was watching. They because like you know yeah. a lot of people they they feel pressured. Not pressured. The word I'm looking for is not attached or like distant from the Old Testament. They hear Old Testament, and they're just like, oh, but like things are different now. Right. So not everything connects. It wouldn't be really? there if they didn't connect some, with each some other. Some people, some people like you know they they, they hear the storm story of Adam and Eve, but like oh that's old. Or they mm-hmm. hear like stuff like so yeah. But you said something last podcast. Mm. You're like oh uh, the new age, but it's really the the old the age, age. Yeah, because it's, it's the same thing just repeated over and over again there's nothing new under which the is sun. why god had it there like, and you listen if the old testament was not needed we would have just had jesus on that's mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. straight up yeah but he, or he could just mention genesis like the adam and eve story yeah. so we could get an idea where we came from and then be like okay that's it that's what you're getting mm. brief everything summary. connects <laughs> brief summary yeah. Brief, yeah, like a brief, like a brief, yeah yes like let's give you a brief summary like the author's uh mm. Um, story before when you buy a book, yeah, like why foot, they wrote like it, footnotes or something, yes, the preamble, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> preamble, but no, yeah, answer my question. Good, Thank good. You. I have a question that kind of like adds on to his. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys think that there is a one, a one, in a the sense? one in the sense of like there's only one person for you in the world, no. like the one, like you have, there's the one, like if like you miss out on it, good luck, yeah, like GG's. I don't know. I think that's hard to. That's a hard navigation. That's a hard navigation. I I think that. um, How do you ever really know, right? So, God is so good, right? I'll give my my relationship as an example. I wasn't thinking about oh the one if I'm and all the stuff that you guys are doing now. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I like George. I was like, oh, he's hot. I want to kiss him. Let's let's just do. That was her teenage mentality. That was my teenage mentality. (laughs) And I went for what I wanted, and I got what I wanted. So I thought, right at that at that moment, Mm -hmm. we get married. Well, obviously, for those of you that don't know. I got pregnant first, then I got married. I didn't do it in the order that it was supposed to be that was supposed to be done. Um, but me and George struggled a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, there was times that I thought like, oh, I wonder if if he wasn't the one. For me. Right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't the one for me. And I yo me puse de freca. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> and I oh, ruined his Yeah. And I ruined his I ruined whoever the one was for him or mm-hmm. whatever. But then I realized that as long as God is first in any relationship that I that I encounter or any relationship that I decide to have, mm-hmm. then that is the one, mm-hmm. right? Because there was things about me that needed to be changed, but at the moment, I didn't think they needed to be changed. I thought, George needs to change. Mm-hmm. Same here. He needs to take this away, that away. All these things need to go away in order for this relationship to work. Mm-hmm. Because but the it, perspective of the one is something that you make in your mind correct like so, perfection so, so the mm-hmm. one in, in the one in my eyes right the one in my eyes at that time was like 
Tom he can't, Hanks. He can't be nothing. <laughs> he can't be nothing like my father. He can't be like you know, uh, what's that alpha male or whatever. I came in a home that my father is alpha male. My mother's very submissive, mean, submissive, but she enjoys it. It's easy. It comes easy. That's that's just who she is. So, but me, I'm a lot like my dad. So I would see it like Ugh, American, you know, I'm American gonna, woman. I, I, stay I, away from I'll me. Never let a man, you know, <laughs> tell me what to do. Tell me what mm. to do. So then, that's not what I married. I married an alpha man. So then I'm like, esto nunca va a trabajar. Yo no sé lo que va a pasar aquí. So then I started, I, I started praying about me. I'm like, you know what, Lord? Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I brought whatever I grew up with into this relationship. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just work in me? Whatever it is, let's work on me and let's see where this goes. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. I prayed and prayed about me and slowly I start to see like, oh wow, you know, George is amazing. It's just I'm I'm stopping that, right? Her own way. Expectations I, I, are my, right here. My expectations were something that is not realistic. And I'm sure he has his own story that he can tell. Yeah, absolutely. Um so I think to sum that up, I think that uh <laughs> That as long as God is number one in whatever relationship you chose to have, that equality, it's gonna mm -hmm. it'll work if you let God work in you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have God first, it's not gonna work. It don't matter what it is. And to also add to that, yes, it will work, but it won't be easy. Like you said, mm -hmm. you guys had a lot of tough oh, times, yes. and people see like tough times or tough conversations all the time as like a as a sign of oh this like why is everything so hard like it shouldn't be this hard and then they <laughs> they quit like yeah. we had mentioned before they quit mm -hmm. and um but yeah i just want to add on because a lot of people they hear that but then like once they get some sort of resistance or like a reoccurring resistance it's like oh this this, this probably shouldn't it. It, should, it should be coming more easy but but um, it's not. Mm -hmm. there was a there's a saying what is the saying um nothing that comes E, uh, nothing that comes easy is nothing worth it. It comes easy. Yeah, yes. nothing worth, nothing it, worth comes it comes easy. easy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I actually have my personal example to what Claudia just said. Everything you said just hits right in the beginning of my relationship with Martin. I used to say, "Yo, why is why are things not easy?" Like it's the beginning of it. We're supposed to be in this super lovey-dovey, cute situation. Um, then going back to the there's a one. I believe that now I believe that if God is not in between, he won't be the one it won't because work. the one is God. Yeah. After right. that, and everything else comes after. Yes. Him. Everything's added before I had accepted Christ the way I have right now and continue to do. Um, things were not the best. Very often arguments, very often pain and not saying that that's not the right thing because nothing is perfect, but it was because I wasn't looking at what I had to change. I was just thinking of what he had to do. Why are you not doing this? Why are you not acting like this? Why are you not saying this? Putting whatever I was doing wrong, which is not accepting Christ the way I'm doing now, first, as in like, okay, this is what I have to do. I have to accept my Christ, have my own personal relationship mm -hmm. with him, develop that one, because if I don't have one, I can't love him. Mm -hmm. That's how I see him. And then I did it and things are, completely better obviously yeah. not perfect but better right and <laughs> this is when now I see him as my one because I had to accept Christ first as my one mm -hmm. it's, it's probably God's person. way of saying listen Julie too like 
those things that happen, you're probably like, oh my God, we went through so much. It's horrible. Some people don't want to mention those hard things. Mm -hmm. They want to make the relationships a fairy tale. Someone else asks, you know, one day somebody, some, you're going to hear somebody in the comments go, goals. And oh, relationship goals. Yeah. When I see that, Cringe. I don't, I do not, Cringe. I do not. People do that to me and my husband sometimes. I do not get any flattery whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Because you're just seeing what I'm posting. You don't see the arguments in my posts. You do not see the, the marriage counseling. Do you do not see the I almost wanted a divorce? You do not see the the, uh, my, uh, the turmoil I have put my husband through. I'm not saying boyfriend, husband. You know, like people people have this concept too in the world where marriage will fix everything. Oh, honey, you're in a big surprise. Marriage does not fix anything. Marriage magnifies. Those Every little, little problem that you yeah. ignore in a relationship. I'm not married, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> things just get mad. Every season magnifies the talking stage. Then eh. you're dating. Something just got magnified. Mm -hmm. Then you are. Uh, there's a promise now. You're it, right? Something else magnified. Now we're engaged. Something else magnified. Then you're married and it's a bomb, a ticking bomb of everything you ignored in that relationship. People call it flags now. I don't agree with flags because flags means it's red, get out. I don't I like agree that. with flags. That whole, remember we were used to post like flag this, flag that, you guys had an era of the flagging. And I used to like just roll my eyes. No, no, no. But red flags are warning, like get out. Once it's red, honey, get out. I think it's more like, hey, I'm here. It, in theory, that's what it's supposed it's to supposed be. It's supposed to be that, but that's like, not what it's being treated like, oh, as. I'm staying away from you. When you hear people saying, oh, she broke up with the guy because this and this and then that. She saw the red flags and she didn't run. They don't say she saw the yeah, red flags true. and they got together and fixed it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't see her red flags, though. Correct. It depends on the red flag. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I don't agree with the whole, I don't agree with a lot of the new wave relationship. The mm. red flags, the relationship goes. When I see that on my picture Cringe. comments or... I don't even cringe. It's really saddening because you are basing what you see. Highlights. Yeah. My highlights as what you want. But you have no idea the work that had to be done behind the scenes. Yeah. Which is a two second video, ten second video. Yes. And clearly, we're not gonna put our medijo the other day and I slammed the in his face and we're not gonna share that. Why why do I wanna share my dirty laundry out there? That's mm. for me to wash at home, mm. you know? And like my husband says, so I like this one, ropa tendida. You <laughs> tend your tend your clothing, a little line, like, like we live in the ghetto. But that kind of stuff. So all that stuff that happened in the beginning, I see it now as God's way of saying, Julie, you need to get your act together because I don't want you for him. I want you for me first. Mm. And then maybe if I feel like it, I feel like Jesus has a little like, attitude. <laughs> if I feel like it, then maybe you get him. Mm. You know, mm. because ultimately he has. You can try as hard as you want to make it work. Mm. But I'm telling you, without that glue, mm. that ain't happening. You could push to the end and be a Tina Turner. <laughs> Uh, Without him. There's also uh, the perfect will of God and the mm. permissive mm. things that He allows us to do at our own choice. Mm -hmm. The perfect will with God, with God of God is being in Him, like she says. Yes. Right? We're with Him. We're letting Him instruct us. We're letting His walk us through. The permissive is what He allows us to choose. Some people don't agree with that. 
um some people talk about you know predestination but that's another topic for another day that's a whole other uh, but whole other thing right under that we spoke about this there's predestination for salvation and predestination from condemnation mm-hmm. how do you know which one's which that's not for us to know i think no it's not because the spirit is the one who knows he's the one who reveals it to us mm-hmm. even paul talks about it uh, a lot of it says god's wisdom is revealed by the spirit mm-hmm. in other words that you know we're not going to know what god's will is only God knows, so we need to be in communion and in contact with Him. That's the only way we're gonna know. And action. Okay, so Joe has said something before that remind me of a conversation that I had with the guys, including behind the camera. Oh, right, exposed. <laughs> Where they all agree on their own thing, but disagree on what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. So the conversation was about stages of a relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a talking, there's a dating, there's a marriage, whatever comes after. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that talking and dating are the same thing. Wait. That's not what you said. <laughs> wait, 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 she thinks dating is talking. No, 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 no. That's what you put in my mouth. <laughs> That's wow. what we put in my mouth. I like he this. He said that for the for the They had society. a whole definition. Uh-huh. He said that for the outward, I believe that dating is talking, but it's not what I mean. What I mean is that dating is the beginning after you move from talk from talking. Mm-hmm. Right? That's all the wait. All the extra feelings, the deep everything else that's super deep come after. When you start meeting who this person truly is Mm -hmm. because you know about this person you like this you feel this connection but you need to actually see it very often learn how to deal with it Mm -hmm. and when i say i'm in a relationship i consider that being more serious than me just saying oh we've been dating because he just said oh i'm dating you no i would like i would prefer the word i am in the relationship because for me it gives this more of serious Mm -hmm. very real commitment now. It's a societal. Oh, hold up, right. hold up. I I, I googled it. Can, can I defend, defend, can I defend myself? Oh, hold on, I googled okay. it. Yeah, please. I, I, the world's definition. Defend the coalition. Yeah, I googled it. It says talking and dating are totally different terms. Talking means they are exploring their options. Dating means they are exclusive. When he See says that, we talk, it really means I am exploring my options. Oh, that's that's so the wrong. thing. You're one of them. And, oh mean? God, Talking this is just awful. Them. This definition. What are you gonna you say? Heard that? Wow. I, I heard the definition, but I remember in my time error. Mm-hmm. Era. Era. Whatever. <laughs> it was courting. <laughs> I um, we use the word talking a lot. Of course. And and talking back then was was mm-hmm. like dating really mm-hmm. we were so like we oh i'm talking right to now. i'm talking to him or whatever and we're <laughs> we're kissing or whatever but we don't we're not were you exclusive we weren't exclusive so no because when you're difference. talking then i don't know about now mm-hmm. but then you, you were just talking and i could be talking to five exactly. different oh, guys kissing five different guys talking. all right thing. that's a little hoish but that's the way it was right <laughs> now let me let me let me add some some Uh-oh. background to that me and, John me and clarissa well clarissa and i are from the same generation right She's older. By a year. And a half. Um, <laughs> and a half. And a half. Um, it's also a cultural thing. It is. Many of you know. I agree. Julie and I are Dominican, right? Everybody else is just American here. 
We're really Dominican. And like, when we say Dominican, it's not just, I was raised here, obviously, but off, off I was boat. raised culturally off the boat. Dominican. You know, I wasn't allowed to follow what's, what, what they teach us out there in school and the gringos behave like this. And no, 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 no. We, I was raised culturally Dominican. So that whole talking thing was non-existent. We don't kiss. We don't nothing. If me and you kiss, we are in a relationship. That was it. And your grandmas or your moms, however old they were, they made sure they let you know that sort of. So I think it's more of a cultural concept that she has that concept because I have the same concept as her. There's no such thing as talking. If me and you are talking, when I say we're talking, we are getting to know each other, but there's no no exclusivity. There's no kissing. There's no hugging. I'm not holding your hands. We have an agreement with Uh, that. So if you're talking, you yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're talking to someone, correct, would you be upset if that person's also talking to a different person? Yes. As a woman, we so all now, as a woman we all be, but it has nothing to do with that. The thing is, I don't think it's, it's I don't think it's a woman thing. I think no. because you see how that this what George just read described. You are an option. You are one of them. Yes. Right now, I am a bingo card, mm-hmm. and we're okay. rolling like the dices like and whatever number. Oh, this number. Let's go out 36, be 36. We're going with her today. That's how we see it as women. I believe you can get to know someone talking without the kissy and the holding or nothing. Obviously, you're interested if you're talking to me, no? But it should be exclusively to me because, of course, it's going to look wrong if you're talking to three different girls who are totally different. Mm. I am never going to meet up to your expectations or wherever it is you're looking for because you're always going to compare me to the other two. I'm a checklist. You have Petra, <laughs> Martina, Petra. and Juana. We're going to go with general <laughs> names that really don't exist. <laughs> we have to do that because I don't want to, you know, say a name of somebody that's probably here and thinking, how she know me? And, you know. Sorry, Petra. Women. <laughs> so, Petra, those are older names. That's so, you know, Petra, Martina, and Juana. Right? Uh-huh. And here you are talking to all three. Uh-huh. Oh, she means, uh, uh, she means it. Make sure you put check marks in this morning. This one cooking, uh, she don't. Pero Juana, Juana, So, I have a question before you continue. Mm-hmm. Now, you made it just a little bit more complicated. Mm, more did deep. I? You made it, yes. Yeah. Because oh. you brought up the fact that us women. Mm-hmm. So now you made it a gender thing or yes, because, sex thing. Mm-hmm. Go I disagree. That's how they culturally raise well, us. Let me, let me Martin agrees. So now you're trying to say that talking is now two different definitions for the sex. Mm-hmm. For men, it means something. And for women, it means something. Yes, because we are raised culturally to believe that a man can do all of that and he's fine. And if we do, we are what your mother said. But culture is a cultural thing, it really is society, period. Right? Like, society, period. You see, I'll give you an example of my father, and this is not a great example. My father, dad, if you're ever listening to this, you know, I'm right. (laughs) My father, Uh if my father went as far as when my brother turned 15 to try and find a woman who will make him a man. Mm. Say that one more time. I'm sorry, he went as far as suggesting, thank god, he did not do this. That once my brother turned 15, yes. you know, you're, you're in Hispanic culture, 15 women are quinceañeras. That means we're becoming a woman, we're coming of mm-hmm. age, and the man, same thing. It's the same thing, mm-hmm. even, though, even though you don't get one. If you want one, I'm so down to give you one. So, <laughs> yeah. my dad went as far as suggesting mm-hmm. of finding a woman <laughs> to... I got took out, I'm sorry. No. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Flashback. Sorry, guys, uh, for the people listening, if this makes it, we just got blindsided, literally. 
he went as far as suggesting of getting a woman. And when I say a woman, you know what kind of woman I'm, I'm get. I'm, yeah, if, no, I'm, if I'm going to get a woman for someone to become a man, <laughs> okay? Prostitution. So he can become a man. So he can become a man. Celebrate it like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's crazy. But oh, I'm telling you okay. how society sees it. How this has this has been coming since the ages of ages, where men, and I, it's biblical too. How many women were, were the men allowed to have in the Bible? Fuck yeah, pastor. Um, <laughs> you don't want to know, right? But can a woman do that if in the Bible? No. And I'm not saying it's wrong either. I'm not saying that it was wrong or right because clearly we're women. No, no, no but we're women. So Samaritan. that's how God established it, right? <laughs> yeah. But because of that, a man can have whatever. That's why when you hear a man cheated, no one really goes. <gasps> it's more when the but if you hear a woman cheated, Lord Father, <laughs> the world would end. But what it's if- it is wrong, guys, whoever's listening. It's wrong no matter what. But is the societal con- conception of this, you know, like my if I would have told my dad, dad, I turned 15. Can you go find me a man so I could become a woman? He would have probably put me on three feet under the That's house. Crazy. I got a question, though. Right. Because what am I asking for? I got a, I got a Let's devil. I got a devil's advocate question. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. But what if mm. a lock had uh, multiple keys that could unlock that lock? Would it be a master lock or a master key? No, no, no. Answer the question. I don't, I don't even get the if, question. What the, Start if, over. If, if, a, a lock if a lock had multiple keys that can open it, different like keys, shapes different, and sizes. Yeah, a bunch of keys can open that one uh-huh. lock. Is that a good lock? No. No. no now, Everybody has if, access. Now, what if a key mm-hmm. can open many different locks? Would that be a good key? No. What you mean? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same exact no, thing. No, no, did he way. just no, see? Wait, did he just hear wait, what he said? Wait, 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 let, let me repeat that. But, but you see that? Let me Why? Repeat that. Didn't get it. But you see that? No, let me run that back. Who is considered the lock? Let but let me run that back. Let me run that back. If a key, this is very, mm-hmm. this is very misogynist of you, by the way. <laughs> Seriously. If a key can open for it, though. It is not considered for me. It isn't. But you see, but society will say yes. That is called. If you go to Google, that's no, a master I'm ask, key. I'm asking you. If a key could open a bunch of different locks, uh-huh. that's a good is, key. That a good key, is that a good key? Yeah, that's a no, good key. That's a, that's absolutely a not, key. because I do not want that key opening the lock in my house, probably. You don't, you don't have but that's a well, good see, key. No, no, no. You gotta look. This but is why you got to go deeper in things. No, no. It, this this cannot just, be a superficial question or answer. But it's not. That's the problem. And everything we do, this is why God makes sure he tells us we are different than what that world is telling us out there. Yes, of course. Because when we bring those kind of concepts and believe that into the church, this is why the church is mm-hmm. now a, a whole circus. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we have those concepts. We, we want to add, and this is when God, why God says, we are not of that world. You know, some people want to get offended by that. Like, no, you don't understand. We are completely different. The minute we become believers, mm-hmm. anybody can be a Christian. Mm. The minute we become believers in that word, we are automatically against everything out there, whether you verbalize it or not. Yes. Against it. I'm telling you, the minute I mention I am a believer, oh, so you don't like this kind of people. You don't do that. And you Right away is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't said a word. All I said was, yeah, I'm a believer. Okay. Not to, not, you're, you're like derailing a little no, bit. No, because the no, question no, no. over here. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, the question kind of like, it was just. Nah, I was just being yeah, a misogynist just, for a second. I want to go back to Julie's question. Yes, let's go back to Julie's question. It was to rile you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. In a more we got to get clicked. I wanted to, because it got a little messy because when, when we mentioned, when we mentioned talking, sex or gender, mm-hmm. male, female. Now, we were just trying to define talking, mm-hmm. dating, in a relationship. Uh-huh. Now, 
to answer Julie's question or to rebuttal, she's saying, I just want you to repeat your stance one more time so I get it right. What do you? It, what's the difference between dating and in a relationship? No. To her is yeah, first of all, it's her belief. Nahim, there is question. never no stage where you can talk to me, talk to her, talk to her. That's not real. Like that's for her. I just said for me. Okay. For her. No, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm, I'm, okay. So dating for me is the beginning of something that can have a future. So now, right? dating because we have to take. Da- what are you going to say? Dating and a relationship are not the same thing. That's what she says. That is her basic oh, that, stance. Simplified. I have to go into that. I super disagree, but... I super have she's, to go into that. I think she, what she is doing... Obviously, she's entitled to her own opinion, obviously. But if we're speaking, you know, general and, you know, generics here. Talking... In society's, <laughs> you can go talking in society standard is what you think dating is. No, because dating for me is never just a specific. It's only a specific to me. You cannot because talking with the definition he just gave yes. us is options. Yes. And that just like Joe said doesn't and I don't exist. Agree with that. Okay. It don't exist. So dating for me is you're getting to know me. You are falling for the thing for who I am and realizing things that we could could not work on things that are. Things about me. Now, when we jump into I'm in a relationship, now I'm committed to you. Which I was committed before, but the commitment just grew and got stronger. That's how okay. I see it. I, 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 just, I just want you to understand that. Let me know when y'all ready. <laughs> dating, <laughs> when... Martin can attest to this. When I say I'm dating someone, right? Uh-huh. I say dating is that I'm in a relationship. But obviously, with your definition, is different. Because dating... Your form of dating... Is talking but without the options. No, Facts. I will never accept the talking part. There's no such thing as dating. See, but that—that's okay. I right, think Julie. I think we're just yeah. I, go. That's what you're bringing opinions. That's, that's, facts. That's, that's definition Julie's, is bad. That's like that's a worldly Julie's definition. It is. It is. It's Google. Of how yeah. she runs her life yes. when it comes to dating or being in a relationship and it, semantics. I would say. I agree. For the most part, it's semantics. But if we're gonna go into biblical, biblical stuff, right? We're talking about believers here. Um, if you're dating or in a relationship, that's all the same. You are sitting there getting to know that person because you want to get married. Facts. And when you're in a relationship with a believer, you don't just, oh, I'm just going to get to know you and then I'm going to drop you and we're done. No, we're here to get to know each other because we want to be married. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for that, then you shouldn't be talking. You shouldn't be doing nothing. nothing. What you should be doing is working on your relationship with God alone. So when you are ready to be in a relationship, you bring goodness to the relationship, not all that garbage that you have from the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's okay. really the way that, that it should go. And I speak from experience, right? So if, if I would have done things correctly, if I would have worked on my relationship with God first and then entered a relationship. I entered a relationship at 13. Like, what do I know at 13? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but I entered a relationship at 13, got married at 17. I, I had no time to encounter Christ and let you him hadn't work. Even encountered yourself. I hadn't even encountered myself. Got to know who she was. Absolutely. What she likes. So then I had to learn to do that with another person. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn and me. 
and a baby. And a baby. <laughs> and a baby. So of course I made uh, I, and goes back to what the pastor was saying, the permissible will of God. Of God. He allowed, he it. allowed it, but was that the way he wanted me to nope. go about life? Nope. No, he probably wanted me to first get to know him, work on all my and and for the most part I was raised pretty well, but I'll just put in quotes childhood crap right getting to work um, on you like getting to know him there's none, it's none there's not necessary trauma or something to heal it's getting molded into what he created you to be because our parents do cement right mm-hmm. My bad. our parents do cement and form us you know we're children we are very our brains are not even fully formed until we reach a certain age so everything that's being fed to us is forming us you know you can have two parents, a great marriage of a, of a parental guidance and mm-hmm. a church and everything, and you could still have things that you are going to bring into your relationship with Christ alone yeah. that needs work, let alone another human. You know, this this everything we've been talking about, if we truly go back, the way lovers perceive, the way love is processed, the way it is received, everything goes back to our childhood. Yeah, absolutely. As far as when we were even in the womb, we carry trauma from the womb, womb on. Even the way you were born gives you a sort of trauma that you have no idea where it's coming from. Was I yanked out of my mom? Was I cesarean? Was I born normal? Even the way we were intended to be born affects us. You get what I mean? So she had to encounter herself first as a woman, a girl, to then encounter Christ, to then encounter another human being, to then become a mom. But for her, everything just hit up all at one once. at once, mm. you know, in my case, let's take away the dating and the talking. These are worldly concepts mm. that shouldn't even happen in Christianity mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. You're supp- people court. Yeah, that's the right word where you are allowed. That sounds old. To, but, <laughs> but you, but you to see it. why they changed it. They changed it to make it permissible to be all touchy feely. Yes. Because courting, everything Would you go to a store and open the... Give me your favorite little... Favorite little... Right? Would you go to the store and open one of those... I used to love those chocolate rolly thingies. What are they called? Remember? The chocolate rolls? No. Are they Tootsie Rolls? No, that's... They're chocolate things. It's like a cake, but it has a swirl. Oh, oh, devil dogs. Yes, I used to love those. Yeah. I used to love those. Don't ask me why, because I don't know. But I used to love those, right? <laughs> Would you go to a store... Open it up. Go like this to see how it feels. Oh, maybe look a little, little bit. <laughs> I don't like that it. Crazy. And, and put, put it back. back. And put it back. No. <laughs> Wilson's dying. Guys, when you invite me to places, you should know how I'm here. That's, that's um, the thing. Someone right? got arrested, actually. Okay, got arrested. Let's forget the world, Deepa. But with you, you, think of you. Would you think that, think that that's okay to do? Absolutely I not. don't look, I don't think that's good. Right? You don't think I it's don't okay think. to do, right? So it's the same thing with a person. Yes. God did not intend for you to be, let me try her, let me date her. That's what you do, but I'm, but that's not what God intended. Let me go with her, courting, even though it sounds old, put an old lady right there when, that, when I said that. It's how it's supposed to be done. No manuseadera, no nothing. You're talking to someone. We're saying talking because I need to communicate. I'm not saying yeah. talking like we're talking. No, we're communicating. Mm. Courting is getting to know someone. Yeah. Right, and you can get to know someone, mm-hmm. and that might not go anywhere. That's not it. We don't. We're not equally. You know, I'm telling you, I believe high, wholeheartedly in what I'm going to say right now. You can be unequally yoked with a Christian person, 
Facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me and you could be in Christ, same church, same denominations, whatever it is, denomination you prefer. Listen to the same pastor, same worship on Sunday. Go back home, talk to each other, and we are in complete disagreement in what we believe in. Mm. There, how how there, so? I'm playing devil's advocate. How so? Mm-hmm. Because the heart. Mm, the yes. filter that you see things yes. with if your filter is seeing something different like what she was saying uh i get where she's coming from mm-hmm. but to me to have a relationship with you i have to talk to you mm-hmm. yeah that's to start a relationship so mm. paul says in the scripture the let's not portion. let's not quarrel over words mm-hmm. yeah. and this is why because mm-hmm. it's the same that's i have biblically. to talk that's to you saying. let's go biblically courting and then marriage engagement marriage mm-hmm. that's it. beyond the gig will return 